Welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Anthony. I am one of your co-hosts. As always, I'm joined by, by my two co-hosts, Daniel and Shay. Hello there. Bon, Buonasera. How, is, how are you doing? How are, you, how are both of you doing today at the same time? The same. Good. Good. Oh, oh, almost, oh we almost had it. We almost, almost had it. Had we it. almost synced it up. Uh, no, we're doing good. I mean, we're, we're heading into a really busy week, which makes me excited because it's nice to have more movies coming out. I feel like it's been like forever since we've been to a movie even though it's only been like two weeks that's a long time for us though i it mean is not a long time counting covid uh not counting covid <laughs> like the covid pandemic area where we couldn't go to a theater oh this, right the moment theaters opened up we we're usually there once a week but that's the problem once you've gotten that taste back once oh, you've gotten the taste okay i don't like, the, you like you're, you're you doing a voice that i did last week you know you can't stop yeah i don't like yeah. that voice if we have quite a bit of movies we'll be seeing in theaters in the next few weeks yeah, so and, and yeah. few days a few days that's very <laughs> yeah. true um how are you doing though i'm doing well yes i was gonna say i'm gonna, doing well i heard you got a nail in your uh, coffin sorry i'm not coffin um Ooh, your, uh, <laughs> tires <laughs> my apologies tire. you know? <laughs> which is my coffin my car yeah. is my coffin. you're gonna be dying in your car yep yeah. uh yes i got a nail in my tire yeah how you but, feel uh annoyed it's, a, it's annoying to get a nail in your tire do you think it was like a targeted attack no yeah. Not the the nail placement. You you would have to have like small hands to get there. <laughs> Wait, you have to have small hands. Listen, yeah, to because place the nail. Yeah, because where the nail is, it's inside the wheel well, and there's no way you're gonna just listen. Uh, I've been seeing some of the comments on our Dune review on YouTube. Yeah, they. I think I saw I somebody who yet. said. Who said, I hope Anthony gets a nail in his tire. And I'm like, he hasn't even seen it, but why are you targeting yeah. him? So And again, we like the movie. Yeah, we so like why are you movie. even targeting us at all? It's very true. Very true. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. People are upset. Yeah, man. I don't know why. Just let it be. Just let it be. Like the Beatles once said. Yeah. Let it be. Don't be upset. It's, it's, it's easier. It's harder. What is it? It's harder to be angry than... It is to be I agree. Happy. I think it's hard to be angry because it takes so much energy out. 100%. You get older when you get angry, I think. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we, movies are our livelihood. We love mm. them. But at the end of the day, I am not going to go to war for a movie. Like for, for something that's just going to take all of my being to make that my personality, like yeah. to, to fight for one movie that you haven't, I you haven't seen. You haven't seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like me fighting for like Eternals right now. Like, no, Eternals is the best movie this year, but yeah, like, yeah but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You know? Also, yeah. like, fuck us. Like, if you didn't like oh, our opinion, go. like, who cares? Move on with your life. Yeah. And again, our opinion was you liked the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so why are you attacking us that you haven't seen the movie, but you want us to like it more? There was, a, there was also a comment on uh, one of our Instagram posts this week that was pretty funny as well, too. I saw that comment. That someone was just like, yeah, you guys should, why did you guys name yourselves the movie podcast? It was so hard. Like, it's like when you search that up, there's like a million of you. And I was just like, well, you found this post, no problem. So. <laughs> well, I, I just tend to be only I one of us. I searched up the movie podcast and we're the first one. Yeah. I know, I did too. Also, I'm so sorry if you were listening to this and you were a fan and we read that in a malicious tone. No, it's not. It's just, it's just funny because it came off that you were just angry that I take it personally because I thought of the the yeah, and I, you know what the worst part is I that's went, why you got I, the nail I went to that guy's man. profile and there's a video of him placing a nail on the ground and then walking away he said see you soon <laughs> <laughs> what is he gonna be the mechanic fixing his tire <laughs> he's like Anthony nice to see you and he got a nail in your tire how'd uh, you know it was about a matter of time <laughs> Anthony has unplugged his mic yeah and I have uns up. unsubscribed from the movie <laughs> oh, uh, oh no um, as always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday 
and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're only looking for five stars because we have to hit that. Not six. There's no six. Exactly. Five stars. Well, don't give us a four star. Give us a five star. Yeah, yeah. Four yeah. stars, like that's that's like we need five. We need yeah. five. We have to hit two hundred. Yeah. Um, that is still our goal as a team right now that's to true. hit that number. That's true. We could do it. We could do it. We could do it by the end of the year. We need we need what sixty more five star reviews. Sixty. Sixty. That's it. That's We're it. so close. That's, it. Six, that's just like ten f- Irish families. Listen. We know a lot of you got the new iPhone this week. Maybe your family did. Maybe you passed your iPhone down to a family member. If you have an iPhone, if you have family members that have iPhones, uh, and we're looking specifically, I'm sorry, to the rest of the world. It has to be in Canada mm-hmm. for it to for because that's where we have our 140. But we wouldn't mine from. The oh, of course. Let's, let's get it. Let's yeah. get it in all countries. Yeah. But we're 60 away right now in Canada. So for our Canadian listeners. You no, know, just steal your family's phones, drop us a five stars, and then just put the phone back. They'll yeah. never know. We'll yeah. never know. It's true. Never know. Um, you can also join us on Discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. And you can check out our show notes for all those links and more. I'm going to kick it off to Daniel for some announcements. Hello. You know what time it is. Uh, no, it's special guests. Like, let's just talk about the special guests. Can we talk about, can we talk about the special guests, Shay? I'm, I am now unplugging my microphone, Oh, okay. Too. It's just going to be a solo show. Uh, we've had some incredible special guests on the movie podcast in the last couple months. Um, most recently, we had Young Lee, the action designer of Shang-Chi, which is now four weeks running the number one movie in the world. So congratulations Amen. to Shang-Chi. Um, we have lots of reviews that you can listen to on the movie podcast feed as well. We know it's been a quieter week for us. We did not end up releasing our review of Tammy Faye or What If Episode 7. But you know what? I think that post-TIFF um, life... We were really, hungover. We were a little uh, hungover from TIFF. We were so. TIFF hungover, yeah. And we're also preparing for this week because we know we have a lot coming. So it's been a long time since we've had just one episode drop and not have anything else on the feed for the week. Right, so right. probably won't happen again this year. But going into this week, we have our reviews for James Bond. No, <laughs> no time to die. <laughs> We have Venom. Venom. <laughs> Let There Be Carnage. And The Many Saints of Newark as well. Bocati. <laughs> Gabagoo. I was wondering what he was going to do. Yeah, they, I thought you, I was, I was like, going, Gabagoo. Gabagoo. Um, we'll also be talking about What If and we'll also be talking about whatever else happens this week. So make sure you're tuned into the movie podcast feed here. But we have, we're, we're heading into October. We're heading to a really busy time. So uh, this week alone with No Time to Die, finally we were watching it after having tickets for it over a year and a half ago at this point and now venom as well too it's gonna be a really fun week so yeah you don't want to miss these reviews and we have like more people we're gonna be interviewing in the yes. coming weeks so that's something our audience could look forward to yes as well. yes yes but more. I'm, not, I'm not telling anyone well, don't even tell I'm not, me i'm not no. spoiling it no spoilers no spoilers but thank you daniel for the announcement you're welcome i'm gonna unplug my mic now take care oh so it's just me <laughs> The show's just done. Just dead just, air now. It's, <laughs> it's just not. radio silence. <laughs> We're having people in our cars just finish a show for us. Yeah. Oh, they they can take over from here. Yeah. They know. They know. They know the lay of the We'll land. send them the link to the to, to our pages document. <laughs> just join in. Imagine. <laughs> Who are these people joining? Who's hosting. Right now? Um, are you guys ready for it? Let's yeah. do it. Let's get into the news. It's a me and Mario. 
First order of business, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers animated film to star Chris Pratt, Anya Taylor-Joy. This is coming from Aaron Couch, THR. The Super Mario Brothers animated movie is powering up with an all-star voice cast led by Chris Pratt as the iconic Nintendo character. It now has a North American release date of December 21st, 2022. Joining Pratt as Mario are Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Kevin Michael Richards as Kamek. Did I pronounce that right? Kamek. Kamek. Yeah. And Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. The Super Mario Brothers film hails from Nintendo and Illumination, <coughs> with Universal distributing in North America and co-financing with Illumination. Its international rollout will be announced at a later date. The video game giant shared the news during Thursday's Nintendo Direct presentation. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with Daniel because Daniel's you know the biggest Mario fan in the world. He uh, he calls himself a Mario brother, not even a Mario brother. He calls yeah. himself a Mario brother. I um the honorary Italian. Mm-hmm. I learned Italian through listening to Mario. You have the same eyebrows as Mario. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Just have two Mario mustaches as my eyebrows. <laughs> but Daniel, how do you feel about this announcement? This was very unexpected. We didn't expect this from uh, Nintendo's uh, direct no, not presentation. At all. So not this at was all. Very unique to see this, and I you messaged me super excited about. <laughs> I, I was the I messaged you cast. about the chaos. Yeah. That this announcing happened. I literally was watching this stream and every single name they announced, I think each one got more and more outrageous. And I was, I'm really excited again, at the end of the day, Chris Pratt as Mario is a choice. It's, it's an interesting choice, but it's also um, one that I could see where universal and Nintendo landed on because Chris Pratt is very likable. He's been marketable. He's marketable. He's been in Avengers. He's been in guardians of the galaxy. He's done incredible voice work in the lego movies and also in onward so it's like he's bankable in that sense and so it's not like he's just coming to this without having ever done any voice work mm-hmm. um what's interesting is because mario has a voice actor charles martinet who's also going to be in this movie in some capacity um i don't know what to expect from what his voice he's going to do so i don't know he's, is he going to do like an italian accent is he just going to like mimic charles martin like i don't know what he's going to do but everyone else in this cast i was really excited about like Anya taylor joy i thought was a great casting i think charlie day's luigi is going to be really funny and then seth rogan is donkey kong is unreal like it's just it just it doesn't feel it feels like one of those like a leak that would come out that would be like oh that's somebody's like trying to trick the internet it's mostly like fan casting you know and then it happened and i just i just it's wild do we know do we know who's directing this film oh yeah we do it's i there is a director director, yeah i'm blanking on the director right now but um i think shay's looking looking yeah but nintendo is working very closely with them like shigeru miyamoto the creator of mario is a producer on the film not like you don't really see this type of collaboration between video game studio and movie studio when it Mm -hmm. comes to making uh like a video game adaptation of something like this so there's there's hope because the directors <coughs> for this movie um you have uh Aaron Horvath who directed the Teen Titans Go to the Movies movie which is a great movie great movie and you have also um Michael Jelinek or Jelinek who also I think was a director on Teen Titans Go but not the movie so it's interesting so there's there's talent there there's a great cast here um 
it's exciting. I just want to see what this movie is going to look like, too, because we know it's animated. I know Illumination, regardless of what you think in the Minions, they make gorgeous looking movies. Like, I think of the Grinch film, I think of Sing. Like, those are some of the mm-hmm. best looking animated films outside of Pixar. So, I'm really excited to see what this is. And I'm just here for the craziness of it all. It can only be better than the original. Oh, the Super, 90s movie? The yeah, 90s for sure. 93. Bob Hopkins and. Bob John Leguizamo and you know? John Leguizamo, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper, and Dennis Hopper. So is this, I think, this medium fits the Mario Definitely. environment, the yeah. animation. This should like this is just a shoe in, yeah. For and I, I hope the story is. It's gonna always get, be safe, Princess Peach. Do you think so? I, I saw like there was a lot of obviously discourse this week with the casting of Chris Pratt. Um, do you think it should have been an Italian American? Who's playing Mario? Because I'll be honest, I don't really think of Italy when I think about Mario. I think more about Japan, just because of how ingrained in Japan, yes. ingrained Mario is there, and because Mario is very much like a caricature of right Italy, of Italy and Italian culture. Yes, uh, for me personally, I don't. I'm not a fan of Chris Pratt being a vo- the voice actor for this character. Uh, I'm also not a fan of Seth Rogen. Being a force uh-huh, actor, uh-huh, for, uh-huh. Oh, he's gonna do that laugh. <laughs> like, but then again, these characters, you know, Mario, that was the I'm, first time I've tried to set that up. I was actually laugh. impressed. It was pretty good, I'm right? I have, to try, I have to keep you working on it. You wouldn't commit it to it, but no, the level of commitment you had was good that's, enough. So I did it quieter mm-hmm. because I'm like, I could control it more if it's yeah, quieter. Yeah, 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 if yeah, I went I like too loud, it. I don't know, but I'll work you, on you, it. Yeah, we'll we'll keep shopping it around. We'll keep workshopping it, you know? Yeah. Um, who was I saying? I lost train. You said you don't like Chris Pratt and oh, yes. Seth Rogen. Who but else? Like, again, I don't even know. Like Mario doesn't talk in the video game, so you don't even know what he said. He just says it's a me and Mario. Yeah, and he it. does like very Italian isms. Italian, like stereotypical. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does, and like when he like sleeps, that. he's like even spaghetti. <laughs> he right, does. he does. I don't know, but it's just the way you did it. Spaghetti. Yeah, that's how he sounds though. It's racist in a way. Even Luigi <laughs> sounds very like what? From <laughs> playing Sorry, Luigi's Mansion. Was that Seth Rogen doing Luigi? <laughs> I can't, see, I can't I do can't, the Seth Rogen. I want to do it again. But yeah, it would have been nice to see Leonardo DiCaprio play. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as Mario. That would have been... Could you imagine? I think he, he could do voice. Of course he could do voice acting. I don't think he wants to, though. I don't I don't even know what it would sound like, him doing Mario. Like, he's just too smooth for he's it. He's just too just like... Yeah, that's how he gets Peach. You're waiting for a Goomba. Like, I don't know. Like, what's he going to do? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, so here's the thing with Chris Pratt. Like, I get it. Like, people are upset, but I'm not upset about it. No, no, I'm saying but people, people are upset. Yeah, people are upset. But like, I also don't get why. Like, it it's doesn't like because he's matter. like the church, the church, and like. Oh, the, I know. He's his, like yeah. he's probably Republican. I, he's I, Republican yeah. for and, sure. And, and I get and I get the whole like oh like what he's part of and that stuff. But like, that's also there's also so many other like and not to be like oh what about this no, person? No, no, I, I agree with you. But I also feel like it's. The general population isn't isn't aware isn't aware of that either. You know what I mean? Because like, if if that was the case, then nobody would be showing up to any celebrities. Yeah, like, or every, any movie. Here's the thing: everyone's shitty. Yeah, shitty people are everywhere. <laughs> like, everyone's it, shitty. It's it's just the case of like I'm I'm sure anybody on this list right now has has done horrible things. Yeah, and they've said horrible things, and it sucks. But like. Chris Pratt is bankable. The, he is, The yeah. studio is not going to pick the original voice of Mario. I'm sorry. That was never going to happen. Yeah. But at least he's on the poster, like which I, I thought was amazing. amazing. They still shouted him out. And he's going to be in the movie still. A lot of studios also don't even give the respect where that's due. So you weren't expect. I was not expecting the original voice of Mario, but I at least was expecting some very obvious bankable movie star. 
Like, if it wasn't going to be Chris Pratt, it was going to be someone within that area of, yeah. of Hollywood. It w- there was always going to be big names attached to this, because at the end of the day, like, yes, you could have just put out a movie that didn't have any voice acting. Like, I mean, you could have done a, um, a whole Mario movie without there being voice acting, because that's what the games are. But I think Nintendo's looking at this like, okay, we're doing a movie. We're finally doing a movie after almost 30 years of not touching films because of how bad the last time we did it was. And let's do something with this. So there was always going to be talking, I think, in this movie. I don't ever think there was going to be yeah, a, 100%. a version of like, oh, we're just going to do cutscenes from the game, basically. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm really excited to see what this is going to look like. I hope we get some type of just picture or poster for it soon because we got that like cast list one. But I would just love to see what this movie is going to look like. It's been in the like. works for a while. Since 2017, I think they announced yeah. this. And they're banking on this to be a huge success because of the date. December 21st, right that's, before uh, Christmas. And that's like around Avatar, Avatar as well, yeah. right? Yeah. You think Avatar is going to take that landing there? Are they done those movies yet? I, I, <laughs> at least, I at least one, two. Sorry. At least two. Yeah, two. At least sorry. two. I feel like they've been shooting three. Avatar for like seven years now. At this point. So much technology has changed while shooting those movies. That's that why he restarts every time. He go back like, yeah. shit, I got to read Is that this. your most, you know, hype movie of 2022 at this moment. No, because I mean, we're also going to Avatar? 2022 with no, uh, um, Mario. Mario. No, but Mario's up there. But we're also going into a year that's going to have the Batman, Doctor Strange, Jurassic, Jurassic, Mission Impossible, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, like all those type a of lot. movies too. So Quantumania? Quantumania is 2023. Okay. Yeah. But we're going into a huge year next year. Yeah, yep. we are. Um, Big year. Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun. That was every year now <laughs> oh, so far. God. It should have came out. Yeah. Should have came out. Moving on to our second news story, Marvel's suing to keep rights to Avengers characters from copyright termination. This is coming from Eric Garner of THR. Disney's Marvel unit is suing to hold on to full control of Avengers characters, including Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Falcon, Thor, and others. The complaints which The Hollywood Reporter has obtained comes against the heirs of some of the late comic book geniuses, including Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, and Gene Colan. The suits seek declaratory relief that these blockbuster characters are ineligible for copyright termination as works made for hire. If Marvel loses, Disney would have to share ownership of characters worth billions. In August, the administrator of Ditko's estate filed a notice of termination on Spider-Man, which first appeared in comic book form in 1962. Under the termination provisions of copyright law, authors or their heirs can reclaim rights once granted to publishers after waiting a statutory set period of time. According to the termination notice, Marvel would have to give up Ditko's rights to its iconic character in June of 2023. So this news came out today, um, I believe on The Hollywood Reporter, and it was very unique because we, we expect these characters to be in the ownership of Disney now, like it's done. Like they have these characters forever, but now the creators of these characters, their their estates and heirs, are now suing for, um, I guess, compensation because these movies are make, making more money. And right. The the rights are going to be ending soon, and they want new contracts and 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 all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to start right off with you, Shay. I don't know if you've read into it yet, but how do you feel about these creators wanting a little bit more? We'll say profit from these blockbuster characters. Yeah, it sucks. And I mean, we've talked about this so many times in the show where the fans always have to suffer through these kinds of things. Um, 
you know, if it's in their right to get compensation, I totally am for that. Go get it. Just whatever you do, don't take away what we have that's working so well already. I think that's really all I have to say about it because it's still so fresh, still so new. We don't know too much about it. Um, if they, again, want to get their money, go get your bag. But if it's anything beyond that and you want to like, nope, Disney should not have these characters anymore and we don't want them to make movies, then holy shit, really think about that. Don't go through with it. Mm-hmm. I just think at the end of the day, like whatever it comes down to, I think Disney's in a point right now, Sony's at a point right now where it's just like, just pay it. Whatever it costs to settle and to get this done, pay it. Because again, selfishly as the fans, like Shay was saying, we're we're always the ones that kind of suffer. Will, will suffer for it. But also, these characters are profitable now because of their movie versions. Yes, there's they're taken from the comic book pages and they were taken from the creations of Jack Kirby and Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and all these amazing creators. Um, but at this point, it's like, uh, like I'm I don't know what I don't even know what to think. Like obviously, like I'm not I'm not signing with like Disney saying yeah, like Disney, like go do your thing and fight fight <laughs> against this. I'm like no, I'm like pay people what they're owed. And then continue on so we could keep getting amazing movies in theaters every year yeah. and keep getting these great comic book runs. Because at the end of the day, it's like these characters are only worth what we're going to be able to pay to watch them. And if we're not going to be able to watch them in theaters or have weird licensings where like, oh, now we can't do this and we can't reference this character. Like nobody wants that because then they're going to be seen as the bad guys. Their estates are going to be seen as the ones like, no, you're taking these characters from us. Mm-hmm. So I, I think public opinion may not be on their side if it means losing like Spider-Man and Iron Man and these characters in future Marvel projects. I'll be honest though, I don't think this is going to be as big of a deal as it's being made out to be because I think Disney obviously knows this. Disney knows what they're going to go into the courtroom with and they know what they're going to be able to offer these people to settle or else they wouldn't be announcing new movies. They wouldn't be putting Spider-Man having him such be such a, a prominent person, a prominent figure in Disneyland and stuff like that now, right? So I I'm really curious to see what the outcome of this is going to be and I just hope everybody who's owed money gets what they're owed, but yeah, it just it's just always it like the same thing happened with Superman a couple years ago with like Joe Schuster and Jerry Siegel like suing Warner Brothers and DC for the the ownership of of the characters but they created it and it's it's just always such a weird thing cuz I mm-hmm. I always assume that if you're an employee of a company, whatever you make for that company while you're there is owned by the company. Right, but I guess that's not the fact for these. You characters. can feel an attachment to whatever you created for sure, but if you made it for the company you work for, that is that company's property. You know, it's always interesting because you know sometimes we'll, I'll see like these like headlines like, oh, uh, you know, Thanos creator only got paid like five thousand dollars for uh, for him to be in Infinity War, for him to be in the movies. I'm like, yeah, but like I, I get he created the character, and like yeah, like I would love to see him get paid more, but I also don't know like. Once you've created a character for something, are you owed any more unless it's and your you character? Because you're or, you you create the character for create a better deal for you know like and and that's and and I'm not say, I'm saying that as someone who honestly doesn't know yeah because I'm just like it's just strange to me that it's like okay if why would Marvel I'm just thinking as on on a business level why would they hire people to create characters if people could just sue them for those characters afterwards you know what I mean I, I'm assuming those characters would be ownership of. The company that hired them right well a lot of these characters that we're seeing now have been created in the 60s and 70s they never in their wildest dreams but think thought that these characters would be mm-hmm. on right. the big screen making billions of dollars and 
if we can go back to yeah, Jerry true. Siegel and Joel Schuster, um, the Spider-Man, sorry, Superman that they sold, they sold for pennies yeah. compared to what he's worth, which is in the billions, right? So I think there is, you know, the past wants retribution in terms of sure, financials, definitely. and I 100% agree with definitely, that. Definitely. I think now if you are a comic book creator, because they're for all freelance, they, they're all contract. Um, yeah, and I don't know the how contracts work when it comes to create create uh, characters being created. Um, but if there is a new character being created, I think if that's somewhere in your contract, you should be getting royalties from it in the long run. If, and if I understand like makes, like makes success nowadays. And we were talking about this, you know, a couple hours ago. Back in the day when they created these characters, they were creating them just to test out the waters because they didn't have a base of like no, they were trying to create the comic book yeah. environment. <clears throat> so they were like, yeah, let's put this dude who can burst into flames and let's put this guy who can swim underwater and he's mm-hmm. a prince. And mm-hmm. so nowadays, when you create a character, a lot of the, the publishers, Marvel or, or DC, are really focusing on building a character. And that's something DC has actually structured. Yeah. This is not like, oh, you create this random dude <laughs> called Bobby Joe. <laughs> Bobby but, Joe. But uh, what's he's his famous now. Who's what's Bobby Joe going to verse in power? our bracket? <laughs> what's his power? He's, he just, he gets really big. Oh. Bobby Joe? Yeah, Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe, towering over the city. You know? Just crushing people. Uh, <laughs> that's his power. Yeah. His power. Um, but yeah, that's, I think if a, if a character becomes very popular and very big, I think there should be some sort of royalty to that creator. Sure. I think that's that's an, an 100% guaranteed thing. And we spoke about this, actually. I was thinking, I'm like, was, didn't we talk about another comic creator a couple months ago? Yeah, it was Robert Kirkman. Got paid $200 million by AMC because of the, the way the, the contract was to adapt his comic book, right? Mm-hmm. And they ended up settling with him for $200 million. So 100%... Um, the heirs of like Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and all, all these creators are probably looking at that and being like, hey, like we could probably get some type of settlement too. If Robert Kirkman for The Walking Dead, yes, Walking Dead is huge, but it ain't Marvel. It ain't the Avengers. No. They're probably looking at saying like we could probably get a settlement Walk- too. Walking Dead is from which comic publisher? Is it Dark Horse? Dark Horse, yeah. Dark Horse. But on, from AMC does the show. Right. So they so AMC's the one that settled two hundred million dollars. It's I think it's these bigger guys. It's yeah. the Marvel DC thing because Marvel's owned by, you know, Disney and DC's owned mm-hmm. by Warner Brothers. So there's always like this like thinking that they're greedy and they don't want to pay anyone out. Right. Because that's Which is in probably the past, true, yeah. It's very true. Um well if you look at Image Comics or even Dark Horse and AMC with all those these guys. They're very they're independent publishers. That's why Image Comics was created because they wanted more freedom from yeah. the big guys to do what they wanted and have more ownership with their work. Yeah. So, um, they're definitely going to settle. There's definitely going to be a settlement settle. here. There's going to be a big want, settlement here. They don't want more issues because it's just they're going to lose a lot of money. And easily. you already know that Disney's going to find a way once this is all settled to make sure this never happens again. Just like the whole uh, the whole Spider Man leaving the mcu thing the sony deal yeah you already know that they're going to come to some type they when that arrangement that that whole fiasco happened for that month they definitely found a way like okay we're going to figure out a way to make this all work and now we're going to include the multiverse so technically 
we could pull things from the multiverse and they'll be involved, but they're not going to be part of our canon MCU. Like they could mm-hmm. do whatever they want now, right? Yeah, right? That's why we're seeing Venom and the Sinister Six and all these people probably popping up in uh, the MCU because they could just play with it now and they could still have their own their own favorite toy box to pull from, but also pull from others as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's move on to our third story. The biggest news and trailers from Netflix's To Dumb event. And to dumb is spelt T-U-D-U-M. And this is coming from Andrew Webster of The Verge. Netflix held its first to dumb event on Saturday, a three-hour live stream that featured, well, a lot of stuff. That means more than 70 series and 28 movies, which is more than anyone should have to keep track of. From a new look to at Stranger Things and a whole lot of The Witcher to premiere dates for the likes of the new seasons of Tiger King and Bridgerton, here is everything you may have missed. So we got Stranger Things Season 4 teaser, Red Notice trailer, Genius, a doc on Kanye West, The Sandman first look, Tiger King 2, Cowboy Bebop type uh, title sequence, Amy, uh, Army of Thieves trailer, Don't Look Up clip, The Witcher Season 2. I guess it was just a montage of footage. There was a lot of stuff shown. Yes. I didn't I didn't watch the whole event because I'm like, this is three hours of Netflix stuff. I'm I'll get the highlights of this. Yeah, but we did see some of the stuff that the most pop more. Yeah, we saw we stuff. saw these are the most popular um, things. One I that say. I we were talking about and I know Daniel you didn't like was the don't look up clip. Yeah. Which stars uh Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, Jonah Hill, Jonah, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep Timothy Chalamet, directed like, by Adam cast. McKay. Let's talk about that clip. Did you see that clip? I didn't watch the clip, but I I read the discourse about the clip. Okay, I, I don't know. I just it just for myself, like it just I didn't like the vibe of it, like the whole the score of it. I don't know if it's the final score, but it just sounded really weird. And the fact that like Leo's playing this character who's trying to like convince the president, and Jonah Hill's playing somebody on the presidential staff. That is he the president? I don't think Jonah Hill's the president. I think Meryl Streep is the president. Street, yeah, oh, I think she's, she's the president. president. Yeah. I, he's like some type of chief of staff there. But, um, you know, Leo's trying to convince. And then Jennifer Lawrence is there, too. It was just it was just a really weird dynamic. Like, I just, I wasn't vibing with it. And it reminded me so much of what I didn't like in the movie Vice. Or just like, you're trying to be funny, but it's so on the nose. And it's just so, it just, it doesn't, it just wasn't vibing with me. Yeah. There was another movie that we watched recently on Netflix, too. That I'm, I'm totally like I totally forget the name of, but I think Meryl Streep was at the end of it to talk. She, she was a character in makeup. Oh, it's um the one with Antonio Banderas. Yeah, and, what was that again? Uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? that movie? Yeah, I don't like not well. But I do you remember the? Could we find out the name I, of that movie? I never watched it, but I just remember we talked about it. It reminded me of that. We were just like, okay, there's uh yeah. Oh, what was that movie called? Jonah Hill plays this. Like, I, he reminded me of a Hollywood producer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. He 100% because did. Because the way they, they envisioned him, he's like, they looked at it, they shot a, a, a shot of his watch, it was like a Richard Mueller, and he's called cool. He's yeah, like, the spray oh, the, tan going. And- the world's not ending, all yada yada, like just downplaying this whole thing. But it just, it just didn't feel, I don't know. It, it didn't it, feel like a real just, conversation. Yeah, though, it didn't feel, know? it just felt like stupid humor. Yeah. Like it was just undermining the scene. In a the sense, laundromat. The laundromat. laundromat. Yeah. yeah. I do love Leo's performance. I'm interested to see what his character is because it's very unique. Again, this is a different character for Leonardo DiCaprio playing this. Should have played. Should have chose Mario. I'm just saying. <laughs> should have chose Mario. Um, and Jennifer Lawrence being, you know, 
Jennifer Lawrence, she's very always like blunt with yeah. her. With do you her think? Humor. Do you think this is going to be a movie that will land with audiences? Because I feel like it's I don't gonna, think so. I think it's going to be either you love it or you hate it type movie. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it's a movie people will gravitate to. Then again, it's just we we saw a trailer and we saw a clip, but not a lot. There's not really a lot of which is crazy because there's such a big cast. But I keep feeling we keep just seeing the same scene over and we over. We keep seeing the same scene and like this this whole I think just in general this Netflix Tadum event, awful name just off the top. Like why why like I get that's the sound of the Netflix. I think Netflix is very like oh we're meta we're cool yeah but it's yeah. Just, but it comes off very like dad humor sometimes yeah but like. When you're coming out with an event, when people are coming out like DC Fandom and Disney Plus Day, and you come out with like you're Netflix, you're you're the leader of streaming. You've changed the world. Like, don't call your event too dumb. I think that just it just it's too dumb in my opinion. It's too dumb. You know, like it's, when it's I looked at really it, really silly. Like, no, but I feel like not a lot of people watch I, this too. No, I don't like that name. You know, it like, just doesn't feel catchy. Like, uh, even if you market it to people to watch, yeah. To you're dumb, like to like, dumb. Like what's to dumb? What am I? What am I watching? And the fact, yeah. and I also think like, okay, if you're going to make a big deal of this, like, also, why don't you put it on Netflix as well? Like, stream that should be an event on your service that is Very live. True. That makes people, too much sense. you know, that people that could actually sense, open up Netflix and be like, hey, no, but we don't want our our you know sponsors to watch <laughs> what's coming out in the next year on our platform Doesn't you know it's just like it just it feels like that could have been like an easy layup maybe they, i don't know why they're like oh people are going to watch it there but if i open up netflix i'm like see the future the future of netflix or just something that made me i'm like oh yeah let me see what else is coming to netflix but maybe maybe that's just netflix knows that the way people engage and use their content is very different from the type of traditional things that we've seen. Right? I mean, they've been successful so far, so I guess whatever works for them yeah. works for them. Like, yeah. yeah, Daniel, you don't like too dumb. Well, yeah, well, too bad too for you. you. <laughs> okay, uh, we also got you know Stranger uh, Stranger Stranger Four <laughs> season four teaser. Another which, another look at it. Yeah, another look at it, but a, a, a more in depth where we saw the kids go into this house. Looks kind of like haunted, but I feel like it's connected to the paranormal of sorts with this clock. Um, but um, what did you guys think? Did, looks, you, did you like did you like what you saw or, like, I, just, <laughs> I just felt like it was such a waste i would have rather just had like a full trailer i just want to watch trailer? the trailer like, i think with me and tv shows is it's really hard to encompass a season into a clip or a, or a trailer that's why i never really like watching trailers for shows because it's so hard to kind of get an idea as to what the tone and the feel is and again like I don't care. Like, just show me the show. Like, get, like release it. If it's ready, just release it. Yeah. It's been so long since season three. 20... Over two years now. It was July 2019 we got season yeah. three. So, these kids now have... These kids have kids. Like, yeah. it, they're so old now. Like, just release the show. It looks good. Obviously, it's... It, like, Stranger Things, I think, has always been, like, the... The, the biggest... The bread and butter. The almost. bread and butter of Netflix for streaming. And I'm... I'm just excited for it to come out. I just don't know when we're going to see this. I do. You guys have any predictions on when in 2022 this is going to release? Maybe May. Well, I hope like April, May, that yeah. time period, because you know you're showing us these clips, and as if it's coming out next December, that sucks. It's, October. Did they um? Did they confirm there's going to be Stranger Things season five? I don't know. Because these kids are getting busy too. They're yes. booking. They're booking jobs. Stranger Things. Like, 
fucking retirement. Yeah, but Netflix <laughs> pay them money. Like, who cares if they're getting they're they're getting money? No, I know. But if they're getting uh, paid, depends depends on the money, right? Because like yeah. Millie Bobby Brown's been busy. Finn Wolfhard has been busy. I mean, she's doing all Netflix shows. Yeah, she uh, Nola Holmes too was another one that was announced. I love the first Nola Holmes. Yeah. Really, 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 really good. Uh, we also got you know The Witcher that you know a lot of <laughs> that pe- picture that a lot of people oh are looking forward to Witcher season two and Henry Cavill is super excited about it. He's been posting all pictures on his social media. Yeah, I haven't seen The Witcher. I watched the first two episodes and I was like, okay, I want to come back to this because it's interesting. Yeah, but I haven't come back to it. It's just either. I think so. It wasn't that interesting then? I, I guess not. <laughs> I watched it, it first and I'm just. Yeah, I watched the first episode it. and I was like, this is not for me. It just, it just felt, uh, maybe for me, like, and this is coming from somebody who loves Lord of the Rings and stuff, but Lord of the Rings' lore feels, at least the way it's presented in the movie, a lot more accessible. Mm-hmm. Where this just felt like, man, I, I feel like I, I need to know the books before I even... Need to know a dictionary. Uh, I need to, I need my, mm. like, yeah, anthology. <laughs> the words are using are so big. <laughs> but I'm like, I, what are you saying, sir? Yeah, but it, again, beautiful, looks beautiful. I, I'm so happy that Henry Cavill's enjoying being in it and i just wish that you know let's let's uh let's get him to make another superman movie yeah you know, you know? we also got cowboy bebop starring um john Con- cho controversial was this controversial it's not controversial uh, for me it's you know we, we get this animated sequence which is very similar to the cowboy bebop animated sequence almost uh, basically, uh, shot, basically shot, for shot. shot for shot um just um now with live action right and i just felt like why are we doing this? Sh- like, why don't you? You should have just created a third season of, or however many seasons of Cowboy Bebop there is, another animated version. Why are we doing a live action? It kind of undermines the animation because I feel like people don't it, take it seriously until it's a live action. Yeah, it's like right? that's like this is an animation for adults. It's not for kids. Make it like make another season, and it kind of, I you know how I am with. Live action movies. I don't like them when you're re- live action live- remakes. Sorry, live yeah. action. <laughs> sorry. What live action remakes? You don't mean you I know I don't ex- all day, especially if the, you know they're they're animated and and it's yeah, at Disney's. Remakes. Yeah, it just it doesn't it, work for me. It you just, just you just wonder like where where is this supposed to belong? Yeah, but, you know, are, and I and I think that's why I loved Cruella so much this year because Cruella was a film that yes was based off an animated movie. Cruella carved out its own path and told its own story, which I really loved. Yeah. It took inspiration, sure, but it was its own thing. And it told it was a really, really cool shot story. for shot of a it's film that we saw. Theme. Yeah, where then you compare that to something like The Lion King, which is still a well-made movie, but it's also a movie that you're just like, okay, if this is almost shot for shot from what we've got, but a less interesting version to look at, where is your place... Like that, why? What's the what's the purpose of your existence? The Lion King was my biggest disappointment of 2019. Really, hands down. I'm trying to think when my other movies were that year. Like that was the thing I was the most excited for, and the fact that it didn't resonate or do anything for me was was huge. That's a huge letdown, I think. With the with the cast and everything, part of the it, cast. Yeah. Like I don't remember the songs from it really that well. Even though <laughs> Dude, I'll be honest, they're the same songs from the Lion they're King. They're the same though. songs, but they're not <laughs> memorable. Like I no. remember the animated versions. Uh, performances weren't even that great. Um, yeah, it, everyone just looks so like they look like, tired. They look like animals. Like why are you going to have a, a? Can you feel the love tonight during the day? Yeah. It's like little. It's like little it's things like that. Weird we're things. just like, like weird I get choices. It that animals don't have expressions, but. Man, it totally takes you out when you don't have expressions. Yeah, and then you look at a movie like Lady and the Tramp, which 
launched on Disney Plus, which I thought was really well made because the dogs actually had more expressions to them, which was yeah. was actually a really well made movie. Have yeah. you, did you see it? No, I have not. It was good. It was actually really good. That was a huge letdown. Yeah, Big but letdown. it just it's just really interesting though. But was there anything else from this Netflix event that stood out to you guys? I'm trying to I'm tr- honestly trying to think. Not not. I, too, it was just too. I think it was information overload. I know, like, Tiger King is getting like. Season you know, two, season two, and uh, what's her name? Tiger King lady. What's her name? Uh, the Sarah Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Yeah. She is not happy that there is a season two in the works because people just don't want to find just, out that we're her. We're just celebrating uh, this dude who's you know, really. Is he still in jail? Right, still in jail. You remember he was trying to get out. Trump was going to pardon him. Pardon him. Yeah, and that never happened. In a limousine waiting for him. Tiger King was also one of those shows that was such a moment in time because it was very early pandemic. Yeah, it was like March. It was like early March. We were watching that yeah. show. I didn't watch it. I, I think. I think. Oh, you didn't. Oh, yeah, you stopped, right? No, I, I couldn't get into it. It was. Yeah, it was literally. I think it was around our fiftieth episode because I remember us talking to Tanner Z about yeah. it. So it was literally right as we went into lockdown. That show took over the world for a couple weeks. Yeah, and then it's gone now. Yeah. And then there were. So, remember, like how many movies and. TV shows are going to be Cage is doing one, right? No, but he they canceled that one. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then they're going to do a show, and I think they stopped the show too. So it's like it was such a no moment in time. No one cares anymore. No, and it's gone. You don't need Tiger King season two. You no don't. One cares. You don't. I'm really curious what season two is even going to be at this point because like going to be him, him in jail, and then I think the other dude that took over his yeah his um ranch. I think he died, or he had like a really like health scare. We'll I think fi- he, di- we'll I find think out he died. I swear to God, I think yeah. he died. I believe you, but like, of like, of a heart attack or something. Oh, I, but maybe he's I, I not dead. I don't him. know. Maybe I didn't think dead. you killed him. By the way, just but to make like, that clear. There's he no did have a story there. The story though. was unique because it was something that grew over years and years of us not knowing about it. Yeah. Now that we know about it, we don't need to know more about it. No, like, it was it's the guy is done. clearly not, you know, mentally all there. So, would like I don't even know like. No, I, I, I I enjoyed my I think we enjoyed our watch of it because oh, of how 100%. how in the, the I, insanity of it. But I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what else could we revisit here? Oh, it feels like we're just going to they're going to talk about Trump pardon and then Carol Baskin's not going to be in it. Yeah. So it's just so what? Where are we going to? Where again? What is the reason for this existing at this point? It's all about money. And talking about money. We're gonna get into box office. Cha-ching! I'm supposed to say it, man. Oh, cause he. Oh. I'm hosting. I saw Anthony. I saw. I saw Anthony get ready too. He's, just, he like put a shoulder. Let's back. rewind. Talking about money. Cha-ching. Okay. Wow. Oh, that sucked, <laughs> man. The cha, the cha, and the ching. Oh. The cha-ching. The cha and the ching. Box office. Dear Evan Hansen hits wrong notes as Shang Chi stays number one, and this is coming from Rebecca Rubin of Variety. Marred by negative reviews and COVID-19 concerns, the, fel- the film fell short of ex- expectations and collected a muted $7.5 million from 336... What? <laughs> Do you know your numbers? <laughs> I'm, I'm watching start. you I'm going to start the from number? the beginning. We're gonna, We're gonna start. Uh, Hello you. and welcome to the movie podcast. <laughs> marred by negative... Five theaters. <laughs> marred by negative reviews and COVID-19 concerns, the film, which is Evan Hansen, fell short of expectations and collected a muted $7.5 million from 3,365 <laughs> North American theaters in its debut. <laughs> how much money did... Five theaters? How much were these tickets for this movie? 300 man? theaters, that's it? <laughs> Damn, it did well then. <laughs> Industry experts predict the movie musical would make at least $10 million between Friday 
and Sunday. Even though the film seems unlikely to turn profit in theaters, the losses won't be catastrophic. Dear Evan Hansen cost $28 million to produce and a modest budget for a musical. That puts Universal in a much better position compared to its last movie mm-hmm. musical, Cats, which opened to $6.5 million in late 2019 and ultimately lost the studio nearly all of its $100 million budget. The reigning box office champion Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings had no trouble staying atop domestic charts, even in its fourth weekend of release. The Disney Marvel superhero adventure added a solid $13.3 million in ticket sales, bringing its domestic tally to $196.5 million, a pandemic record. I think it right now sits at 336 million. Yeah, it's, it's, it's killing it. Oh, it's great. I've been thinking about that movie a lot. Um, I know you two have watched Dear Evan Hansen. Um, are you super surprised with no. the results? I'm actually surprised that it made that much money. I'm surprised it, it made, made that made much money. Yeah, okay, so you're right. I'm surprised it made as much as it did. <laughs> yeah, even though it didn't make as much as I wanted. Right. And, it, and it's funny that the movie is pretty much out. People have been posting all over Twitter about the film, and and now all the concerns that like you know Danny and I walked out of that movie feeling, people are validating that we've been seeing, and it's just like okay, thank God where we weren't crazy because when we walked out of that theater, there was like this like it happens after every film festival where the tweets are always like this movie will change the the course of time, and like I saw some tweets about Dear Evan Hansen like that, and I was like, what the fuck did we watch? Because that's not the same movie. And now people are saying about the same things as we did. Yeah, it's it's always a revisionist history, right? Yeah. People are uh, after we watch it, we put out our negative review of it. We well, sorry, not negative. We put out our critiques critical. that we weren't critical we weren't review. we were critical. We weren't negative about it. Um, I don't think it's a, a an awful movie. I just think it's a bad movie. I yeah, just think that it's not Ghostland. No, it's not Ghostland. No, it's 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 a skip it. It's a movie that. Um, Again, people are like, oh, well, uh, you shouldn't focus on Ben Platt's casting. Well, he's the star of the movie. Yeah. So what else am I supposed why, to focus why on? Why would I not focus on his You age? know, why Why would I? Like, I literally saw a clip the other day of him performing um, from Dear Evan Hansen. The, the stage play, right? The stage play on, yeah. was it on Jimmy Fallon or something like that? Something like that. And it was from, like, 2016. I'm like, damn, like, even then he looked too old to be a high 100%. schooler. And he had shorter hair. They somehow made him look even older with the makeup and the wig. He looks like he's... an a modest 40 years old. They made, they aged him. They aged him, if anything, for this movie. And, and and that's the thing. People are like, just ignore that. If you ignore that, it's a great movie. It's actually not. It, yeah. It totally diminishes what suicide is. Yeah. It, it takes so much... I, There's I mean, a, we, I'm not, not going to go into we, it. We dove yeah. into it a lot. Definitely, if yeah. you're... Is, if a, you, is the musical good? There's some... Uh, there, there's Dan, music. foot I saw it move up and down a couple yeah. of times no because there's there's uh, obviously in the movie too there's moments where Shane and I were laughing <laughs> moments that we shouldn't be laughing at but also generally funny moments um, there's good performances in the movie still and some of the music's really catchy but um, I would say maybe two to three songs I was like oh yeah that was an interesting song mm. like that was a it was a good song and then the other songs were what we kind of complained about in uh, in the Heights, where it's just like people yeah. are talking, and then it's just like, uh, yeah, Sing you know, talking. we're we're talking, yeah, and then we were talking. laughing, and it's like, okay, like, like okay, <laughs> what, what are what, we're singing? We're but, we're singing right now. Like I'll be transparent with you, like yes, like Daniel, please be. said, you know, there were some songs that were were catchy and, and interesting, but if you played those songs for me right now, I wouldn't know if it was the same song. No, I, I don't remember I, them. There's there's nothing uh, that there's literally nothing leaving that theater that I'm humming the tune of it or anything yeah. like that. In the time, I was like, yeah, this is oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is not a bad um, song. But yeah, I'm surprised it made as much money as it did this weekend. But I, I encourage you, go listen to our review of it because it's, it's, a, it's a funny review. Um, I sing in it, that one, don't you I? Do, you do sing too much in that one, actually. Well, um, 
2021 not the year for musicals <laughs> and we have one more musical which is west side story we're, we're not having a great batting average right now for musicals no, so but, it, and it, i feel like west side story is going to be a little boring uh, <laughs> so we had what musicals we had in the heights this year yeah we had dear evan hansen yeah we also had that uh, Annette one as well too, the one with Ar- uh, oh, was that a musical? Adam, I think it was a musical. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't watch it. Yeah, didn't didn't Adam Driver wasn't he like performing yes. oral sex while singing oh, and something? In the, I beg your pardon. That's what they he said in, using, the, in the article he I was, was reading. Using a vagina yeah. as a microphone. Why do we have to go into British accents when we're speaking believe, about that? Yeah. yeah, Anthony unplugging his mic once again. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> left. I'm like, what movie? Is a- Anthony put more nails in his tires. <laughs> He's like, I'd, I'd rather do that. <laughs> You're not even driving the same car today, Anthony. Um, <laughs> no, but again, dear Evan Hansen. If you like the movie, I'm I'm oh, I'm glad it, I'm all for it. I'm glad that you, you liked it, but fuck us. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I say, if you disagree with us, then yeah, who yeah, cares? We're we're just, we don't care. We're just some people. We're, well, I don't care about our review. So we don't care that. So oh, I don't on. mean to be reductive. I'm saying we don't care that like if you if we like it and you don't care. I, I think don't know if you I'm like saying. something that I didn't like, all the power to you. I'm so glad you found joy in it. Yeah, I'm and, so glad you like it. Yeah, and we'll still talk to you. Like we could still talk about a movie. To people like I've talked to movies about people all the time that all the time. I didn't like the movie, but I could still talk to their passionate about it. Because I that's will just not being reduce your love of the movie. No, and you like, just be like you should not them. reduce my dislike for the movie. No, again, like we're not. I'm not going to start a war right now about no, Dear Evan Hansen. About Dear Evan Hansen, I'm going. That, that's that's where I'm we're just, going. I'm just surprised that you know they thought that this movie was going to like take take out shang chi yeah shang chi versus like, dear, dear, dear like evan just, hansen like I, I know this movie based on your reviews and just tiff and yeah what's on social media that this movie wasn't doing good there and i didn't expect it to be any better in the box office so <laughs> just for it to have this idea that you know this movie could will you watch it over, no no <laughs> we no, I, and I, well, I agree with you i'm fine with that yeah that's i fine. just don't I'm not interested in it. No, it's fair. That's you totally just. I, I remember. I remember you didn't know it was a musical until we told you afterwards. I I watched the trailer. I'm like, hmm, this there's a good cast in this. <laughs> You're there's like, there's Amy, no singing in the trailer. Amy, it's about a 40 year old man going back to high school. <laughs> but I didn't know about. That. I didn't know he was 40. I thought he had like. I thought he just looked. Like I, thought had, it, I, I, thought, I thought it was a sequel Benjamin to Jack. Button disease. Yeah, I, I thought he Jack had like some sort of disease that he just looked older. <laughs> I did too. When I watched the trailer, I did not know. Man, what's this disease this guy is suffering from? I'm like, oh, oh maybe he's anxiety. maybe he's a kid in school who's you know been in school for like 20 years and like they don't can't, he doesn't want to let go of it, so he writes letters. And then I'm watching, and I'm like, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> he is he is 17. Oh yeah. my god. Also, the I don't know if you guys heard the film also leaked as well too. Unfortunately, I did see that. Yeah. That was the only way people could watch it. I think. <laughs> oh no! They probably did it on purpose. Let's move on to some trailers. 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 That was a bit of a jazzy one. Thank you. When you came in, you came with the seventh. I, I did. like that. I like that. I we have five trailers this week. We have Spencer, The Tragedy of Macbeth, American Underdog, Finch, and Halloween Kills. So. Um, why are you showing me this picture? <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we are closure. done with Evan Hansen, no, man. I forgot it was on my screen. I was showing Anthony the um, the Rotten Tomato score for Dear Evan Hansen, which is 33%. And the Whoa. audience score is like 90. But I also think that the audience score of it being like 90 or whatever it is, I don't think a lot of people watch the movie. Um, we also just got breaking news, hot oh, off the press. Uh, we just got our first look at Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey <gasps> as... Uh, Joel, Joel and Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. Let's see. Ooh, it's just they're 
They're just their backsides. Oh. Neil Druckmann just posted this on Instagram wow. right now. You guys can't see it, and it probably will be deleted. You can by head over you to, to Neil Druckmann. <laughs> Why is he going to delete it? <laughs> this is only just for right now. Wow, that's wow. That looks cool. Uh, there it is. Really it's it's out in the world. Well, it just ruined my trailer segment. Okay, it did. Thank it you, did, Neil. Thank Thanks, you. Neil Druckmann. It's not even a good shot. It's just them two. Their backs. <laughs> that's fan Give art. me their face. Anyways, um, yeah, we got Spencer, which is our first trailer for the Princess Diana film that we watched at TIFF. Uh, the, first, the teaser really teased us with the, the whole ceremony and like getting into this movie. With, um, with this new trailer, we actually get to see uh, Kristen Stewart act out. We actually see her play Princess Diana, which is great because I, want, I wanted people to see her because I felt like they just showed her but not talking so right I wanted her to be really like Let, let's showcase let's this show her acting what a damn good movie please yeah. go watch this movie when it comes out in theaters tragedy of Macbeth, which is a a24 film which is going to be on apple tv plus yeah interesting i don't know why it needs to go to theaters i don't think people will watch this i know you know this is an ethan cohen film um i know this is a movie that you know the the, the true a tour would want to see in theaters, but I think it would have been fine just coming to, you know, a streaming platform on December 25th or whenever it comes out, uh, rather than waiting <laughs> January, whatever, January 3rd. Or yeah. 4th. I think it's November. It comes out and then it comes out later in November on Apple TV plus. Doesn't it not? I thought it was December or am I missing the dates? I think it is December. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Here's the thing. The trailer looked great. Obviously, Francis for uh, Francis McDormand and um, Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington look great in it. But I'm also of the, I'm also of the mind. I'm like visually it looks it remind me a lot of the lighthouse. The way it was shot, just because the lighthouse had like just that black and white, just this f- scariness. And Macbeth is also my favorite um, play of Shakespeare. Mine too. Um, but I'm also just like okay, like what's yours? What what's uh, what? Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Are you for oh. real? Let's kill no, each other at the oh end. Oh, God, what? man. But do you like the Boz Lerman one? Yeah, 100%. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. <laughs> With the so, yes, DiCaprio. It is, and- it's December 25th in like the US, uh, but it'll be available digitally on the 14th of January. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Oh, we'll definitely watch this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, it looks great. I'm Knowing just, Apple, we'll get it like in two days. Oh, God. It's not done yet, though. It's not done yet. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't know what to uh to make of it because it's just like it's it's Shakespeare. It's let's see how it let's see what, what this it feels like what this is going to be like. There's no right? envi- like there's not a lot of environment in this shot like in this movie. I no. feel like they just shot it on a stage. Yes, yeah, it looks like that because so, it's black and white. Sorry, there's a very loud airplane. Just I think it's hovering over our my house just, right it's now. About to land on your house. Yeah. There's like, is there is there any nails on the ground for us guys before we land? Hey, should have pick up. You guys are going on this flight too. No, <laughs> no, we're you're good for landing. Um, any trailers stand out to you? Um, the Halloween Kills one actually did to me, and it might it might be just my brain being kind of weird, but now knowing the negative reviews of the film and. When I watched the trailer, it was with a bit of a different lens. Like I watched it and I kind of laughed at some moments because they seemed silly. And I was like, oh, crap, am I already seeing some of the flaws in the movie or am I forcing myself? So I'm curious. I mean, it could be an amazing movie and I'm all down for it. I loved the 2018 version. 
Um, but this trailer kind of just stood out to me a bit more where I was like, ooh, like this this looks like it could be bad. I also saw some um some of the fellow people that who have seen the movie on on Twitter, some of our like our, our film friends who have seen it that were tweeting that like this the trailer has so many stitched lines together yeah. from Jamie Lee Curtis um that that aren't actually in the movie. They're just things that are stitched together to make it seem like, like she was saying these things. So that that's also worrying to hear. But again, I'm really excited to watch this movie still. Yeah. Um Same. again, like like Shay said, we I think we all love the twenty eighteen film and I'm so excited to see this go and hopefully uh if this one doesn't land, I mean they still have Halloween ends, which is gonna come out next year that could hopefully still wrap it all. Yeah, still stop us. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's move on to what's out this week. We got Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and The Many Saints of Newark. What? What? Are, what? Are we looking at Shay for the car, the Venom voice? <laughs> Venom. Yeah, uh, that's what I was waiting for. Okay, so I know this week we got Tom Hardy posting Venom at a rave. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. What, I don't know what. What, what is be, this? Man. Why? What what do you guys think? And he's he's what is he singing Eminem's Venom? Yeah, he's singing Eminem. <laughs> Not Tom Hardy, Venom in this animated thing I, I that think, he posted. I think I think that was an edit, but I I'm curious to see what he is going to be singing. He is yeah. So we know he's going to be in a rave. He's going to be we in a rave. We know he has glow sticks around his neck. Yeah. Which is also a choice because Andy Stricker says that he was at like an LGBTQ uh, rave. Right. Yeah, rave. That he was like because it's like his coming out. So again, very much a choice. Yeah, like, he he says something about like the love, the, the, the love each other between the love. them. Um, I, again, I'm I'm just I don't know this. Like, when when we first heard the announcement of the sequel, we knew it was going to come, but then we also found out that Andy Serkis is going to direct. We found out that like has an incredible cinematographer, incredible composer. Like, there's just so much incredible cast and crew attached to this movie. I'm now knowing what the first Venom movie was, which was a fever dream of just insanity weird it was just so everywhere this i feel like they're just going to double down even more Mm -hmm. which kind of makes me excited to see them go just because venom venom very much for me is so bad it's good and like that's that's the space that it occupies in my mind fast and furious type of thing even more even more outrageous it's like spider-man 3 like there's just such outrageous moments in it that Mm -hmm. it's so bad but it's so entertaining Mm -hmm. um and that's that's where i'm at with this one right now let me let me i i I love the look of venom i just want to see what this movie's going to be now right i'm just so i don't even know what to expect well you're gonna expect uh some some raves. Well, I'm <laughs> with the glow. I don't know. It was just so funny to me seeing that. Well, him holding a microphone. I just, and just can't see this venom in the MCU. I'm sorry. I know that that's not the goal even right now, or maybe it is the goal. I don't know. But I think we. I I don't think. I think we'll see him interact with Tom Holland Spider Man at some point. Yeah, at the rave. Can you see that though? They're dancing I, at the I, rave. I can't see it in the sense of with the meshing, but I could. I'm see. I'm saying it's going to happen eventually. I just can't. I know, I, I know what you mean, but I also yeah. just can't see it. It's weird, man. I I, I want I'm gonna watch. Let's watch Venom tonight, guys. Let's just. It's. I I, I can see it. They're at the rave. Yeah. Spider Man's dancing. Why, why, is, why, is, why is Peter Parker because at the rave? Because I feel like Marvel since uh, Winter Soldier Black. Uh, they like they like raves. There's that whole rave sequence with Zemo and oh and Zemo, Winter, yeah. And they're like, let's put a rave sequence in some of our movies. 
Yeah. Let's get these. This one, though. Let's get this. This is two. That is one. You dropped one, and you're like, now it's two. Marvel now. I know it's a Sony. Rave, this means Blade's going to be introduced, too. Blade has the best rave sequence ever. I feel so bad. So I I watched Blade recently, and I just been like, man, I just felt so bad for, like, you know, maybe maybe someone was just checking out this rave that night. Well, that was the guy. What's up? Like, you know, just, like, a bunch of their friends going, and then just... Killed yeah, because he's like, "Oh, what's going on? Why is there blood?" And like, that that scene always freaked me out. Man. Yeah, great movie though. Great really, Blade, good movie. Blade Blade holds um, up. Many Saints of Newark. I'm looking forward to it. I, if you're a Sopranos fan, I uh, didn't get to finish the show before the movie came out, and I'm upset. But I don't think I should be. Uh, you should it, like the story is it's it takes place before, before the yeah. Sopranos. So <laughs> a young Tony, and I, but I have a good understanding. Of it Sopranos focuses now. on Christopher's father yeah. who Montesanti. is Montesante. That's where this title comes from. The Many yeah. Saints, Montesante. Yeah. So it's just his rise up and how Tony looks at um, Nikki. Yeah, that's it. Nikki Montesante um, as is his idol like mm-hmm. someone he wants to be yeah um his dad which i i didn't know is played by john bernthal so yeah. tony soprano's uh father is i forgot his name in the movie there's the the the, the family tree of of the sopranos is very unique and yeah. different yeah. so um because christopher is not really tony's cousin it's no. like he's a removed cousin at right. this point but looking forward to it i know there have been reviews people are liking it they just or they didn't know what to expect from this film. I'm and curious if those are like Soprano fans as well, right? The people that didn't like the movie, like did they even like the Sopranos? Did they, they watch the Sopranos? Yeah. They, but compa- I, they, call, they gave it like a, a Goodfellas light version, which yeah. is like, hey, man, I'm taking I whatever I get right now. And if that's yeah. what I get, I mean, I, David, we haven't had a really good mafia story in a very long time. It's been a long time. And Dave, uh, it was David Chase, right? David, David Chase. David Chase was upset that obviously this is going to HBO Max and that's, uh, he's another director. That's what, but yeah. again, at the end of it, like you're still Sopranos. Like you're still a show that originated on HBO and like for them to be coming out as a movie now, that's great. But this movie definitely has to stand on its own. Like, yes, you're going to pull more from it being a fan of the Sopranos, but if they like this movie can't just be for the fans, OG Soprano fans. It has to be, if they want it to do well, it has to be just a well-made movie. And that's why I'm excited that all of us are going into it kind of with a different lens. Anthony being um, Italian uh, but also an OG. An I, I, asked, I asked Anthony the other day. I'm like, Anthony, you you've seen The Sopranos? He's like, man, what kind of question is that? <laughs> he I, got, li- he, he I got, lived it. I'm he like, got really upset when I asked him too. And then I'm like, oh, how many times have you seen? It? He's like, once. I'm like, yeah. oh. Um, okay, but like Shay, like, you wait, just wait. like when am I supposed to watch it? I watched it in real time, bro. <laughs> you lived, I lived it. it. I, lived I grew it. up in it. Uh, and then Shay, you just re- recently watched almost all of I'm the about, series. Yeah, I'm about on season three now. Uh, I've only watched season one, and that was just a few years ago, but. Um, I'm glad that we're all kind of coming in with different perspectives. So yeah. once we're kind of out of there, we'll be able to to kind of give an each, mesh. Yeah, have a different opinion on it. Hopefully, at the end of the day, it's just a good movie. I th- yeah, and that's I, what I I'm, hope for. It. That's I what I'm hoping that, for. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for yeah. too. Because good movie. Again, we're seeing like full disclosure. We're seeing some big. This is probably one of the biggest movie weeks of 2021 for us. 100. This, year. this yeah. week, yeah. this yeah. week alone, we're seeing uh, Bond, Venom, and Many Saints of Newark. So. There's a there's a lot of movies that are going to be competing for um, the most anticipated. Actually, if you guys don't mind, I actually put a poll out on uh, ye old Instagram yesterday, and I asked people what they were most excited about. Do you guys mind if I read you some uh, some of the replies to that? Of course. Give me a second to pull them up here. Oh, I'm still looking at this Last of Us picture. So I asked, I'm like, out of the three reviews that were going to be coming out this week, what are you most excited for? Um, and I'll read you some of them. Uh, Griffin says, no time to die. Gurge says, 
<laughs> sorry, he didn't cough. Gerge coughed and Gerge even coughed. Me. Uh, Gerge said no time to die. Uh, Case Kirby said no time to die. Sorry, he said no time to recast. I mean, no time to die. Um, Praveline said uh, no time to die. We had a lot of venom. So Michelle said venom. Um, <laughs> Ruth said venom. Oh my gosh, uh, Nicole said venom. Uh, Anthony said Anthony, you you replied to it as well. You said many the uh, many saints of Newark. Asha said no time to die. Uh, our friend Daniel said Venom. Uh, Juan said 007. Kelvin said Venom. A lot of a lot of people are excited for Venom. Venom actually had the most votes. Wow. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let me go through. Well, the most I'd say it's the most accessible movie. Yeah. Margarita said uh, 007. Uh, Lynn Roden says Avengers Endgame for some reason. So I think yeah, we should maybe she's a little behind. It's yeah, okay. She'll she'll catch she'll up. She'll catch up. I'll get her account. You know, <laughs> Jaunty said Bond. Erica said No Time to Die. Nate says No Time to Die. Man, there's a lot a lot of No Time no, to Die. No Saint. No, not a lot. Of, dude, not a lot you of were saints. literally the only one who said. I uh, think it's saints. a generational thing. Yeah. Roger said Venom. Like, if it was me right now, it's No Time to Die. Saints in New York. New work and then venom for me that's my excitement that, level. that's your excitement level for watching these movies what right. do you think quality wise what is that ranking no be? time to die <laughs> many saints in newark venom still. <laughs> same same I, ranking still look i'm excited for bond but i'm not that excited because i feel like bonds <laughs> bond movies are all the same there there's nothing that you learn in a bond movie that changes the character ever they're still he fun is, to watch that's why yes they are fun to watch but it comes to a point where it's like that's it. That's like, a, what are you doing? Like, that's what, a, what is your character's purpose where we're just having stories upon stories upon stories of you shooting up these guys and yeah. you're going with, out with this girl, but like the next movie, she's not the same girl anymore. And it's, yeah. Like, I, I, and I think, what, I, I what, think that's a great criticism you brought up because I think very much so at the beginning of the movie. Bond is pretty much an unchanged character by the time the next movie starts, right? Yeah. He, he falls, it's the same, uh, I think with Bond, it falls into the same kind of tropes, each one, where each movie, it's just like, oh, let's, you know, obviously we have the action, we'll have him suave, be with women, shoot up places, and then copy and paste, copy and paste. Yes, I think, because we've been watching them, we've been rewatching them. It's not um, like Ethan Hunt. No, Ethan it's, Hunt it's, grown, it's not, yeah, it's changed Mission has grown. Because they different characters. they change, 100%. but when you look at Craig Bond from Casino Royale and you look at him at the end of Spectre, he's pretty much the same character. Yeah, right. But we'll talk more about it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, let's get into what we're watching. We're gonna start off with um, Shay, and what we'll do is we'll we'll leave the reviews that we're gonna be doing to the end because we have a couple of reviews that yeah. we're gonna be talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. So uh, I believe Tammy Faye as well as What If episode seven seven episode seven yeah yeah we're gonna talk about that as a collective sounds good uh so i watched i I, we started the jinx um which is the hbo documentary on robert durst and only reason why we started because my girlfriend hasn't seen it and also uh, more information is now coming out about him i think he's been tried or he's going he's been he's been convicted he's been convicted for the murder of that woman um so i'm I, I kind of just want to refresh my memory about whatever happened. So, and my girlfriend hasn't seen it. And I love the ending of the jinx so much, which I won't spoil here, obviously. So I, I will, I'm starting to rewatch that. Um, the eyes of Tammy Faye, which we'll have a review out for in a few minutes. Uh, I rewatched dodgeball. Um, 
fun movie. I love watching that movie. It's a really good time. Uh, Moneyball, because it was a 10-year anniversary. And you uh, wanted another ball movie. Oh, God. Yeah, another ball movie. Moneyball or Dodgeball. <laughs> it's, a trilogy, it's a trilogy soon. Um, but, man, and <laughs> watch Spaceballs after that, too, then, I guess, right? Yeah, that, that's the ball trilogy. That, that's yeah. the ball trilogy. Um, but, yeah, I love Moneyball. It's such a great movie. Uh, we've been doing the Bond rewatch, so Dan and I did Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall so far. Maybe tonight we'll watch Spectre. Yeah, if we have uh, three hours to spare. Yeah, sure. Oh, God. Um, and Ted Lasso, of course. And t- same same category. Um, yeah, it's been interesting revisiting Bond. I haven't watched a Bond film, with the exception of Casino Royale, I guess, um, I've watched in the last five years. But I haven't rewatched the Bond series since 2015 when we watched Spectre. Oh, wow. Um, so going back through them, Casino I actually watched, I think, last year. or Yeah, Casino I watched ago. last year. I, yeah, I think Casino I watched a few months ago, believe it or not. It's an easy one to put on. <clears> yeah, it's an easy one. Um, Quantum of Solace watching it, it's it's fine. Like it's, it's not an awful movie, but it really is a movie that watching it this time, I'm like, man, like I can't see myself ever putting this movie on just to watch it. Where I could put on Skyfall easily because I love Skyfall. Works as Casino because I love Casino. Uh, Spectre is going to be interesting to revisit because it's a... Uh, it's, it's. I didn't love it last time, but I'm excited to watch it again with fresher eyes. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I think James Bond and Daniel Craig. I think Craig has been my favorite Bond, though. Like full stop. Mm-hmm. Is would you guys say he's your favorite Bond? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love right. Pierce as well because I mean, I, yeah. I grew up watching Goldeneye. Yeah. One ever dies and so on and so forth. But Pierce was, you know, a very much a part of the nineties. You know, yeah. that was a very nineties bond and he was very smooth and suave. Um, but Craig is just like he's a hammer, man. You just you you, you go in and you just have a great time watching his movies. Yeah. Other than Solace. Quantum of Solace. And Spectre. Yeah. And Spectre. Yeah. But maybe Spectre will change. What is that? Story. I doubt it. Two out of <clears throat> two out of and, and five? for me, Quantum, like Four? I don't mind it i think because it's short i know it's boring but i like there's a lot of action in it still for me personally like, i like there's a lot of action and um yeah but like overall like it's 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 a victim of the writer's strike and it sucks but yeah and almost an not, actor strike too almost happened yeah well too. it's again like daniel mentioned i wouldn't be watching it unless i'm watching it for a purpose right um but yeah that's that's about it that's all what about you, Daniel? What, what have you been watching this week? Uh, I've been really enjoying Heels. I don't think I've spoken about it too much on the show, but Heels has been a, a really interesting show. Um, if you're into wrestling, I would say definitely watch it. I think you would like it a lot, Anthony, because mm-hmm. it's about a wrestling family that um, is in Atlanta, and they're just trying to, you know, the father passed away, and now the sons are taking over the business. And um, it's just really good. Stephen Amell from, from Arrow um, is the star of it. He's like the older brother who's kind of leading the leading the wrestling company and they're just kind of find their way. And the younger brother had a shot to go up to kind of like to the big leagues, but um, they had a kind of like a, a screw job that happened. It was, it's, it's just, it's a really interesting show. So I would definitely say if you're just looking for a drama, that's kind of, that's not just about like a cop drama or just something depressing. Like it's cool that this is centered around wrestling. It's like, I'm really enjoying it. So it's been a really fun watch. Um, like I said, we, we spoke about bond already, uh, really randomly. I put on uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp just cause it was just an easy watch. I just wanted something fun to watch. Um, my sister and I were watching uh, made in Manhattan and the wedding planner. Cause you know, it's, uh, it's September. So must be JLo movie season, I guess. Is, is that it? Is that, I don't, I don't is know. Is that a thing? I, I it is now. 
it started now. They feel like fall movies. It's maybe. a Latin uh, heritage. Oh, it is Latin heritage. So there you go. That's why. That's you why you did that's it. That's why huh? I did it because of that. Interesting. Um, and then I also watched Creed and Creed Two. So for Latin Heritage Month. Well. Yeah, for Latin Heritage Month because he goes to Mexico to mm-hmm. train. In the first one, Tijuana. No, uh, to fight. But in the second one, he goes there oh, to train. train. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's been kind of just a, a quiet week. Uh, I've been doing a lot more. Uh, I've been watching some documentaries on YouTube as well. So there's this great channel um, that I will get the name for you right now where he does uh, documentaries on video game history. Oh, yeah, I watched the one that you sent me. The, you watched the Bond, the Bond one? Bond one, yeah. So it's just, it's just interesting because um, it's Nick. The, the channel's name is Nick930. So Nick930. Um, I, so I watched. A, he did one on Call of Duty a few months ago. Um, and the one that I just watched recently was his one of the history of James Bond games, and it's not like it's not like so much of an inter, it's a documentary where there's interviews and stuff like that. It's just more like of a a look it's back, an essay, like a video you know, essay. like a video essay mm-hmm. of like here's where they started, here's where it's going, here's with each new um, entry into the franchise broad and what it changed, and it's just it's just really well documented, really well made, and they're about an hour plus. Um, and for it to be on YouTube, it's great. So he has a bunch of different series as well, too. So I would definitely recommend if you're... Because I loved playing the James Bond games growing up. Me too. Um, definitely uh, check out uh, Nick930 on YouTube. I Sorry, I did forget something that I watched. <clears throat> um, I watched... Um, I don't know if... Can I talk about it? Yeah, I can talk about it. What, I don't know what it is. The Toronto... Go Maple, Festival? Maple oh, the Maple Leafs. Leaves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great I question about it. i yeah, think we can talk i about can it. talk about it yeah because i read the read the email um yeah i watched the all or nothing um the documentary that'll be on amazon prime did you finish it yeah i wow. watched it and what wow you don't like hockey i i know well i don't know no, 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 no. let's pause before people get upset I don't not like hockey. You <laughs> said to me, I hate hockey. I'll break a hockey <laughs> stick if I ever see one around here. No, um, I just don't watch hockey. My brother loves hockey, and I'm I'm sure when this comes out, he'll be really excited to watch it. I think as far as documentaries go, this wasn't it. Like it this, <laughs> and, and, and I'm trying to be, like again, I've watched documentaries and things that I don't have any interest in at all, but I still get blown away by them. I watched the Tiger Woods one. Don't care about golf. Don't really care that much about Tiger Woods. Absolutely loved it. So I don't like murdering people. I loved the Jinx. Great documentary as well. But this wasn't that strong. It felt like a lot of just um, videos of just them, what was happening at that time. There wasn't any high stakes other than obviously the games that were being played. And I never felt like there was much else to it. It was just really a behind the scenes look at that at that series and i'm not sure if that's what it was supposed to be of just the seasons behind the scenes because if that's the case then sure fans might enjoy seeing you know the locker room banter and all the conversations but other than that there really isn't much else in it that kept you engaged it's about six episodes long and i love will arnett but i wish he was a bit more fun in it he just kind of he makes some jokes but overall he's just narrating yeah, he's not he's not part of it. He's just a narrator. He's for just it. narrating yeah. this this documentary as it's going along and it's great, but you have such a, you know, a charismatic person doing it. Let them have some fun with it. So there used to be a lot of hockey documentaries that they would do. Usually they would pick a team each year and they would have like a, a series that they would do. I don't know why I'm blanking on the name of this of the series that they would do, but um, they would do it around the time of like, oh, if they're doing like the Winter Classic that year. Um, and I love hockey documentaries. I haven't, you know, I'm a I'm a diehard Leafs fan. Uh, I'm in recovery right now. I don't know. Fair like, enough. 
I've been wanting to watch this. I know when we are allowed to talk about it. Yes, yes. Um, I remember. I'm going to be watching it this week once it's uh, once it's officially out. I'll try and make my way through it. But I think coming after <laughs> coming off of last season, this is going to be a hard watch. And I've spoken to a lot of Leaf fans, a lot of my friends who are Leaf fans, and I'm like, "Hey, are you going to watch this?" And they're just like, "I don't know if I if I could just stomach going through." that playoff series again truthfully again like since it is more just it felt like behind the scenes of it all i i don't know if you'll be upset i I think you will still be upset yeah because obviously you know the outcome of everything yeah but you i feel like you also don't learn anything about what happened like you don't get to see really what made it so bad or right what what issues occurred yeah everything just kind of happens and you're like oh i know where this is yeah and and i'll be honest like I, I like I love the Leafs. I love these these players and these these people. But I'm not as concerned. Like I'm not as concerned about what they do off the ice. Yeah. In the sense of, oh, what's their day to day like and stuff like that. Like I think that works as like a like a little footnote of something. But like at the end of the day, it's all about on the ice. Yeah. Right. And again, coming off coming off of last season, it's a bit of a hard watch to just to go into it. Even with hockey this year, I'm just like, you know what? I watched every single Leaf game last year. And I don't know if I could do that to myself again this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm this, just, this and, might and, be a painful rewatch. You know, thing. and I know just even just talking with like your brother too, him and I would always text during the games and it's just like, man, it's just. I've never seen my brother more defeated in his life than when the Leafs lost. I thought someone shot him. Yeah. I looked around for a gun. I couldn't find one. <clears throat> but you did find a nail in his but tire. But I did find a nail in Anthony's tire. Yeah. No, honestly, it's, uh, I know Anthony too used to be a big hockey fan. But now you used to play for the Leafs, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now not so much. Not so but much anymore. Yeah, it's Pee-wee League. <laughs> now it's just like you know what? Like if they win, great. If they make it out of the first round of the playoffs, I'm excited. You're just like you're just sitting there with like a glass of scotch in your hand. Listen, like, the last time the Leafs made it out of the first round of the playoffs it was 2003. Mm-hmm. I was 10 years old. I was 12. Anthony, you were 46. Yeah, but Anthony ages backwards. 2003. Yeah. Yeah. I was 18. So, it's just one of those things where it's like... Sorry, 17. 17. 17. Yeah, I'm like, you're not that much older. So, <laughs> I just... I can't. I was... I was a, I, it's, like, it's like a child waiting f- like for Santa Claus to come down the chimney. And he's just beating you instead. You know? <laughs> he's not going to come down the chimney. No, he comes. But he just, he's not going to come down the chimney, beat, Shay. Beats the shit out of you. You know? Well, you hear, heard that here, folks. Uh, <laughs> Leafs can't win on the ice or in or on, or on documentary series. Or in documentary. But I will. But I will watch it, and then I will give my uh, I'll give my thoughts when I actually come around to watching it eventually as well, too. But yeah, for let, now, let, let the wounds heal. Let the wounds. <laughs> There's no wounds, Shay. They're just scars that keep getting that keep bleeding. It's a point. wound. No, they just. But they're wounds that wounds go away. Scars last forever. Damn. That feels like something Anthony would say. Anthony, too. yeah, it's I was saying. I was talking about what I've been watching. Like, listen, I was talking about scars and leaves. Like, talking about the Lion King again. Um, I've been watching a lot this week. I put yeah, on tell a lot. us, you, you um, did. You know, I, we're going to talk about Eyes of Tammy Faye. I put on Reservation Dogs, which is think? on Disney Plus. Plus. Disney Plus Star, yeah. Stars. Um, interesting. I really thought the first episode was. Um, probably the strongest episode. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the funniest episode, but uh, the last three weren't as funny. And I just hoping that the series is still going on. So yeah. I'm not too sure how many episodes are left on it. Uh, but watching these kids and how they deal with living on the reservation and trying to get out of the reservation, but also have 
these funny moments with these characters that you typically would find maybe on a reservation. Yeah. If you were to go to one during 2021, um, it was a interesting take and I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I same. just thought the last three episodes weren't as strong as the first one. Hopefully it'll get there. Kind of come back around. There's like really cool isms in there. There's like a lot of like movie uh, throwbacks and a lot of um, music throwbacks and, it's it's a it's, it's a very taika very taika very taika yeah, yeah it feels like a taika film if you've watched like hunt for the wilder people like it feels very much in that vein yeah um i put on interstellar again and i why not i are my apple tv updated to what is it os apple tv os 5, 15. Uh, 15 and it has spatial audio so i put on my headphones and i got lost in Interstellar, and it was movie. such a good film. It's a, it's probably the, the best. Uh, bless you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> the best space film ever made. Damn. Not not sorry. Not sci-fi, but like journey in, in, to space. Into space. Into yeah, space. So. How about so. Interstellar film? Daniel, I all want right. you to unplug your um, mic as well. All right. We've all I, had to. We all I, got I had to stop and figure out. I mean, the movie's just called I'm Interstellar. So mad right now. <laughs> Anthony um, Anthony literally started crying blood. Yeah, that's upsetting. But yeah, I think it's probably the best space film for me. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, I agree. I'm there people going to space, not and like a, Star Wars or stuff like that. It's a movie that I've watched a lot recently. Yeah, and I watched it high as well. And geez, th- this it's a 40x experience when you're. When you're yes. High. Yeah, I didn't watch it high though. Um, Next time you watch it low, but it's it's just so interesting the story that Christopher Nolan. You know, wrote and thought of, and just the ideas of these planets and how time—they're real trans- planets, though, by the way. Sorry, they're real planets. Well, not the ones that are. Hold on, I don't uh, want to confuse you. Know, the fourth, the fifth dimension, or I still yeah. don't know how that but, works. But, but here's the thing, though, like, so so unique, and Matthew McConaughey does is the only film I like Anne Hathaway in. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you had a thing against Anne Hathaway. Who, no, everyone has who a thing against. Else do you have a thing against? Everyone has a thing against Anne Hathaway. Come I know. On. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Anne. I'm cool with her. her oh, you cool. know, there's a thing. Princess Diaries. Hathaway. Yeah, but but Anne Hathaway is also those people. Is one of those people that people always say there's never any drama with her. Like, when do you ever hear any about scandals or anything about with her? Nothing. It's yeah, never because she's cool. There's nothing. And come yet. on the show. We could air out your. Anthony could air yeah. out his grievances. Yeah. I don't have any grievances. It sounds like she, there's some. She grievances. just has this look that you just don't like. Interesting, and you know, you can't like everyone, right? People don't yeah. like me. That's you okay. To not like a lot of people. Uh, like, there's a podcast talking about how oh, I don't definitely. like the movie there, podcast yeah. Anthony. On there's there. definitely a oh, podcast. there's a I hate Anthony podcast. Well, we should probably. be on it. Should yeah, invite us on. Um, you were gonna say Daniel? <clears throat> what was I gonna say? Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say Interstellar was a film that when it came out in 2014, um, I I, I remember watching it and being like, I feel like this is gonna be a movie that people are gonna like. But I think it's only going to get better with time, and I honestly do. No pun intended. I honestly think that yeah. it's one of those films that people go back and visit now, eight years later, one hundred percent, and are just like, or seven years later, they're just like, holy shit! It's like, a very unique. Film. I think it's his best film. Yeah, I think it's better it's with time. So better than good. Interstellar. No, sorry. Better um, than, hold sorry. on a second. Hold better, on a second. Better than Inception. Uh, Inception. <laughs> his eyes. I think. I think Inception is also phenomenal and yes. it's, it's funny because when you say like it's better it's like it's never to devalue that film no, it's just, no, no you just get just better like, as a just, like man interstellar hits yeah it it's the, the whole score. the father daughter the score oh, the, yeah. the, the journey visuals. the visuals the characters the 
it's Matt a, Damon just showing up out of like yeah. There's just so much that remember that sequence well with Matt Damon. You did not know no, he was in this movie. No. I I, rem- I remember reading a report like oh Matt Damon repaid, reported to be in um, Interstellar, and then that was like a year before the movie came out. And we saw we're like Matt Damon, what the, what are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, I was watching the Matt Damon talk about that Matt too. Matt Damon. <laughs> And he's just like, uh, yeah, I asked like Ridley Scott. He's like, yeah, I just did this thing in Chris Nolan's movie. Yeah. Uh, and then Ridley Scott's like, no one's going to care. Like, just, yeah, just be yeah, in The Martian, yeah. which is another great movie, too. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about what if. Uh, put on Bad Boys. I just <laughs> you want... keep saying that, then you, we don't talk about it. <laughs> you go we're to something go, else. We're going to be talking about what we're if. We're going to be talking about what if. Um, put on Bad Boys. Love Bad Boys. I think, again, that's a movie that just is fun to put on. Like no matter easy what, watch, it's yeah. an easy, easy watch. watch. It's so good. Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, this week's episode was on Canyon, who was a wrestler who turned out to be holding a secret for a very long time, which he was um, he was gay, and it kind of affected his life and how he dealt with the people in his life and mm-hmm. how he dealt with just revealing that to um, the world and the sad. Um, end to his life as well. So I again, if you haven't watched The Dark Side of the Ring, please put it on. Very, very good documentary on wrestlers. Put on Terminator Two because I got the 4K version. So I thought, hey, let's see what these robots look like in 4K, and they look the same as 1080p. So I couldn't tell <laughs> the difference. Um, put on Star Wars Visions. Rewatch that again, yeah, because I just wanted to see it, and like you wanted to see it, like see it in you know four clearness, yeah, clearness. Um, Also, put on C, which I'm watching. Also, you wanted to see it in clearness, a hundred percent. And I put on Untold Breaking Point, which is another Netflix series series on sports athletes. This one was on Marty Fish and how he became. The top-ranked tennis player, American tennis player, in his 30s, and his journey from becoming, you know, being and Andy, uh, what's his name, Andy, Andy Roddick's partner for a very long time, and just living a chill life to becoming number one, and and then having a mental breakdown after yeah. that. Very, very good documentary. I didn't know anything about Marty Fish. I just knew of him, but yeah. I didn't know what he but went through. But you're enjoying this documentary series, though. Yes. That's good. I, I haven't seen all of them, but this one, I'm, I love tennis. So when I saw this, I'm like, I'm definitely putting this on. Because I love these stories because they don't, they don't share it in the news. So when they do talk about it, it's very impactful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Untold, it's on, on Netflix. It, they... They do it so weird. They do it as a movie rather than as a series. Right. So you have to search for Untold, and then it each ep- each when is its character kind of is thing. its own poster. Movie, yeah. Interesting. So weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Let's talk about the eyes of Tammy Faye. These eyes. These eyes. So this is a film that came out during the Toronto International Film Festival. We got our our watch i think a couple uh last week and we're gonna be talking about it so uh, i'm gonna th- let's pull up tammy faye here tammy faye starring andrew garfield as well as the wonderful beautiful jessica chastain i'm just thinking of her in interstellar <laughs> that's why oh. jessica chastain. i'm like she is tammy faye man <laughs> um which tells the story of tammy faye the i guess the evangelist the wife of the evangelist, televangelist, televangelist yeah. 
and how and just about her life and how she started and how she ended up and yeah. the fraud that found her found its way into the family and how it affected her her career yeah it's it's like a look at you know their their life and their rise and fall yeah yeah this this isn't more like this is one of our traditional reviews reviews this is kind of us talking about it um i thought this was it was a good movie i think the story itself was just kind of very surface level but this movie is carried by the performances of jessica chastain and andrew garfield which i thought Mm -hmm. were both phenomenal throughout especially jessica chastain as tammy faye um i would have loved just to see a bit more of the the corruption side because you don't really get a scent like you get like obviously it's hinted at like their their love a lot of, of just, alluding uh, <laughs> a lot of looting alluding uh, alluding um you get a sense of like like just their love of like the excess and like yeah. just living beyond their means it's always just always just hinted at it's mm. always just kind of like subtly dropped in front dropped of yeah. but obviously you see the lavish world that they're living in but I would have loved just to see a little bit more of their kind of like not painting them in such a a great light because again i think tammy faye like she's not an evil person but it's also like you kind of were living beyond your means she was and you just chose not to see yeah she She chose chose not not to see see. she tried she basically covered her eyes i i i love jessica chastain's representation of tammy faye i think she did a fantastic job even andrew garfield but i just couldn't get into the story I just didn't think their story was that strong enough to be a mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like I was almost watching, like they just talked about Jesus so much that it just put me off. And I know that they're just, these are how, this is what they, t- I just, I was looking for something more. I just felt like I was watching something pro- like a produced religious film because right. they would talk about God so much and how they were going to, he was going to save them. And yeah, but then, I was looking for that grittiness where how did let's what, see the fallout. Let's, let's see what, see that what are they doing? And we didn't see it. We see glimpses of it, but we don't actually see it. There is this sequence where she is confronted by her husband because she almost cheated, almost cheated. And it's, it just wasn't strong. enough. I just didn't feel it. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, this should be a stronger se- scene between these two characters. Yeah. And there isn't. And then right. I, when it get got to the end, I just, I thought I knew of Tammy Faye growing up because she was very unique in the way she looked, but she didn't live an interesting life to to res, to have this this movie made about her. That's where I I fell off. Do you think the Do you think it was the direction behind it? Do you think in the hands of a, of another director, we could have gone something that really dove into the character and to the the corruption that was going on because i kept thinking of something like wolf of wall street where again not that this movie needed to be that but that movie didn't hide the crimes that were being committed where this movie alludes to them and talks kind of over them where there's like yeah well you know we're just using the money of the church the movie the money that's donated but you you i almost i almost felt like there needed to be and, and i mean the comparison of wolf of wall street you needed the the counter presence to them. You needed like the, an FBI agent. You needed somebody who was right. like trying to to catch them. to catch them. I think so. You know, because there wasn't any of that. There wasn't really any antagonists on their path. Just kind of people that presented them challenges to to beat them. Right. Yeah. There was never any antagonists against them. And I feel like we almost needed to see that that like this was an FBI case. This was something that people were trying to figure out and get to the bottom of. Yeah, I, I think when it, when it comes to this movie, you know. 
you guys pretty much said a lot of it where it's it is very surface level the movie's based on its performances i think when it comes to a lot of the religious talk i i feel like it was done ironically like really like harping on it to show you almost how over the top it was yeah it was it was comedic but it also wasn't insulting yeah you know it, i think it, 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 it balanced that, that fine line whereas actual religious films are trying to make you believe that this is happening right mm-hmm. um I enjoyed the movie, but it's not a movie I'd watch again because I was entertained while watching it. But I yeah. agree with you, Anthony. Like, there's there's not much in this film other than their performances, but that's really what carried me through it. I never felt any of the weight. I think this movie needed a different script. I think it needed a deeper script. Because yeah. There's a lot of just brushing over the things that occur <laughs> in this movie. And, you like, I'm going I'm to be honest with you. I walked in not knowing much about Tammy Faye, and I walked out not knowing much about Tammy Faye. Yeah, I, I just I just felt things were very surface level, and this movie again, like we said, is very much carried on the performances of of Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. But I just couldn't help but again, I, I enjoy this movie. I would say, like, if we're giving it our recommendation, I would say to stream it for me. Yeah. Um, I just feel like we were missing the antagonist side of it. We were missing the what they were fighting against because it just felt like they were always kind of just building up, building up, building up, and then their fallout. You feel it, which is great, but you didn't like you didn't feel like they were ever being chased throughout the whole movie and i, never, and I feel like there was a sense of dread you know and i feel like you needed you needed to see that person who was going to kick over that house of cards for them you know and just kind of never mm-hmm. it kind of never came mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think you know i had just rewatched recently the righteous gemstones so my mind kept waiting for <laughs> something like that to happen because if you want to watch a great you know piece of media about televangelists i highly recommend the righteous gemstones one of my favorite on shows HBO. in the last yeah. five years go watch that like, and this is not like i don't know the the, the livelihood of televangelists but they're shady people yeah like, oh definitely they are shady people you know, you, they if, praise god and they use god as a way of they use god a, getting you to get money giving you give having them get money from you yeah if, if everybody it's, listening just you know just double their pledge this month you know you can save one blind child you know from but it's being blind but it's all I mean, about that praying of on your conscious praying yeah. on your like oh are you going to get into heaven you will if you donate you yeah. know what i mean it's very much that Give kind of stuff, money right yeah and they're the they're super rich oh yeah yeah, and I, I i do love there was there was a moment that i love in this movie where early on in the film you see tammy Faye and um what's his name baker jim Jim Baker, Jim, the way she talks in the Jim. movie, Jim, they're at a party and like, she sees somebody wearing like, oh, like a, a fur coat. Right. And she's like, oh, it's so hot. And then later on in the movie, when she's become super rich and powerful, she's wearing like a, a fur coat. And one of the people are like, oh, aren't you hot? And she's like, no. Cause like, she's just, it was just showing like how just how much she was just living beyond yeah. the means. Right. Yeah. Um, but I just wish there was more of that. Just I agreed to more of that. Yeah. What about what if? Episode, what episode seven? Episode. What if episode seven? <laughs> this was probably the most star-studded cast. We had yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, um, Kat Dennings, Kat Dennings, uh, the Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston, yeah, who uh, uh, Colby Smolders, yeah, Seth Green, Seth Green, he played Seth, the yeah, duck, that's Howard the duck, Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson. Everyone was in this one. Everyone was in this movie. Kevin Feige. <laughs> you know, this episode was so silly. It yeah. was a silly episode, it but was, I but I had fun with it though too because it was just so it was just this is the most 
animated the show has felt for me it felt like it almost like it was trying to be like a like a like a frat party movie we're just like oh like we're gonna do it and then at the end of it like we're gonna have to like clean up this mess before my mom comes home my parents type of thing um at the end of it all like i don't think i'm gonna be remembering this episode too much No. no but it did introduce an interesting premise that all of these different multiverses are going to somehow connect now with the ending being a vision uh, in the Ultron suit. In the Ultron suit. With the gauntlet. With the gauntlet, right? Because even the Watcher was seeing that. He's like, wait, what? And I think now the Watcher is going to assemble all of these different people that he's been looking over, been watching, to uh, to fight. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious where they go with this, because this episode for me went on too long as well. Like, it, the, the silliness was, sure, it was fun at some points, and there were some good moments, but... Man, it just kept going and going about how ludicrous everything is, and yet Captain Marvel in it too, and it just kept going and going. And I'm like, where is this gonna be? And then, and this is kind of the thing with what if so far is, where is this going? And I think we're all trying to figure that out right now because the last yeah 30 seconds is when shit hits the fan, and you're like, oh okay, are we actually gonna get a resolution to this? Is this gonna be something that we see? Because I hope so. Because I didn't really care too much about what happened before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and we'll we'll have to see. I think these next two episodes are the last two episodes of the season. Two-parter, I believe, right? I don't know. Did, are you just the saying, rumor? Oh, that's the rumor. I'm, okay, I'm, rumor I'm starting. Right Sorry, now. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I didn't hear that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was fun though seeing Thor just being like very broy and just silly because there's I, there were a lot of moments that I was like laughing out loud at just how ridiculous this episode was. Yeah. Um, and it was fun, and I and I really liked the fight between him and Captain Marvel. I thought that was really cool, and we'll see where it goes from here. Now, I, I want to see all these people team up. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. It's a fun episode. It's not the most memorable episode. It's also completely opposite of what we've seen. Yeah, which were a lot darker episodes. Um, this is the this episode is very cartoony in the very sense. Very cartoony. Like it's yeah. very kid oriented, kid friendly. Uh. But yeah, it was it was okay. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't like a wow. But that ending, wow, could lead to a wow. <laughs> it could potential it could. wow. Potential wow. Yeah. That concludes our episode of the movie podcast. Do you guys have anything else to say before I do my wrap up? Just do it well. Just strap in because this week is going to be wild. <laughs> my voice just gave out there. That's why wild thank you daniel yeah. it thank will you. be a wild week it's gonna be a good week it's and you be can catch it's up be a great week on the episodes that we'll be releasing this week on our feed via whatever podcast service you're using you can check out our social media at the movie podcast Nef- uh i was gonna say netflix instagram twitter letterbox tiktok uh did i miss one of them instagram yeah, i did say instagram you did say it yeah i believe you Look for our wonderful posts. Dan will post them up with our hashtags and all that. And our stories. <laughs> Why are you guys we're, laughing? We're just, this is such a, we're just such like a chill ending. It's a chill show. ending. Did you smoke something? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, He's going to watch Interstellar like, later. And then, Don't well, forget. You got cool, baby. To leave us a five-star review at the end of this episode. People are like, when can I turn this episode off? <laughs> I'm not going to let you turn this off. This until 40 I more minutes of Anthony trying to end the show. Get the five-star review. <laughs> why, is, why do you have your pencil out now? I don't know. You have a pencil out and you're it's pointing really late. And I'm tired. We're recording this at 4 a.m. We haven't too. recorded this late in a while. These are like back in the day. These okay. are, these are um, vampire hours. Yeah. But yes, leave us a five-star review. We were trying to hit that 200 five-star reviews on our podcast feed. 
What else? <laughs> we can, oh, let's just say goodbye. No, there's also email us at hello at the moviepodcast.ca so you can email me and tell me how. They're much emailing you us love. now to end the show. <laughs> like we have how much release you love us. my episodes. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. <laughs> <laughs>